that's to me the success of my premier jewelry business it's the work that i do with my hostess before her show even takes place welcome to the chic space a podcast by premier designs where you hear stories from our jewelers about premier's purpose of enriching lives and training tips on how you can build your business Today's podcast is brought to you by our incredible hostess perks. In need of a hostess? Why not host your own show? It's a fun way to pull friends together and show off your samples. Best of all, you get to keep the hostess and the jeweler perks. And if you're feeling generous, you can make your personal show a fundraiser or have a drawing for your hostess perks. And who knows, hosting your own personal show might just be the ticket to future bookings. For this episode, your host is Drew Horner, Director of Impact and Innovation. On today's episode of The Chic Space, we have a veteran. Not only has uh, this amazing leader in Premier Designs been in for 21 years, she has achieved the 25,000 Retail Club, the Sponsor 10 Club, has held 2,000 shows and is working to go on to 2,250 shows. We have a four-diamond designer coming to us from Indiana, the amazing Sarah Capehart. Sarah, how are you doing? I'm good, Drew. Awesome. That's great. Well, we're super excited to have you on the show. I've gotten to hang out with you a few times personally uh, when I went to Indiana and just visit. So it's going to be a lot of fun just to kind of hear some, hear about you and hear your story and for everybody got to get to know you. Um, and then to talk about uh, your, your training and, and what you have to provide some value to everybody. So thank you for, for joining us today. Oh, I'm excited. Well, let's start off talking about you a little bit. Uh, tell us kind of where you were before Premier came into your life. Sure. Well, I was married to Randy and we've been married 25 years now, but we were newlyweds and he was finishing college. I had already graduated and had started teaching music, but my real heart had always been worship and being involved in church and using my music that way. But teaching was kind of a natural step and a good way for me to have insurance. And, you know, it just went that way. Then we had Jenna and I didn't know that I was going to want to stay home with her. But that just welled up in me and I had to. And so we made some moves. We made some financial decisions. I started teaching piano lessons at home so I could stay home with her. But money was tight. And then a friend invited me to a jewelry show. And I didn't wear jewelry, Drew. I really only owned a few pieces of jewelry. But it was an opportunity to be with a friend and get out of the house. And she bribed me with cheesecake. So I went. And I did have a great time. I realized that jewelry was something that I just didn't know how to wear. And I wanted some so I could learn how to wear it. So I decided to host a show And my sponsor now, Marilyn, told me about Premier as a business opportunity. Well, she said, do you know I make about $200 a night selling jewelry? And I'm thinking, do you know how many nights of piano lessons I have to teach to make $200? Well, it's more than one. So I thought I would give it a try. Yeah. So you joined Premier not knowing anything about uh, jewelry or anything. You just saw the business opportunity of Premier is why you kind of initially joined in. I did. And I saw the ability to continue to be the stay-at-home mom that I, I found that I wanted to be. Um, I didn't want to go back to a career that had me 
away from her 40 hours a week. That's funny. I, I talked to a lot of uh, jewelers and everybody kind of has a little bit of a different person uh, or a different purpose of why they join Premier. Uh, but there is this ongoing theme between a lot of them is that they, they want to have the freedom and the flexibility to be their own boss in order to um, be a mom to their kids or whatever that may be. And so, uh, and a lot of them on top of that had nothing to do with jewelry. Like they didn't even think about fashion or anything. So it's cool to kind of hear your story of how that, that works out in, in your own life through the opportunity of the business. Exactly. And believe me, the fashion knowledge was next to nothing. I had a lot to learn, but that was a great part about Premier that the sisterhood that I found myself a part of was very interested in sharing their wealth of knowledge and helping me move forward and I love that still about Premier that you can come in not knowing anything about sales or fashion or jewelry or team building or coaching and all these things that we've learned how to do in Premier and we'll train you. That's just, that speaks volumes about the sisterhood and the fact that we're not competitive with one another. We're helpful to one another. You've seen that culture in Premier for, for 21 years. How has that been an impact on, on you? I mean, specifically in your business, but just you personally and, and growing with your family. I feel like my family has grown up in my Premier family. My, my team of jewelers knows my husband and my two girls well, and, and they know my team and we're we're one big family. That's been a huge part of why I think my oldest daughter is now a jeweler too. She, she felt a part of that and felt empowered that she could try it and do it just like mom. Following in the footsteps of, of being her own boss and building a business and, and living that, uh, that American dream and that freedom that she has to, to pursue the career she wants. That's a, that's a beautiful example. It's such a good fit for her while she's in college because of the flexibility and not having a quota. So she's actually been a jeweler three of her four years at Indiana University, and it's it's worked well for her. Yeah. Have you been able to work directly with her? Is she sponsored underneath you or is she with somebody else? She actually is underneath me. So her premier mom is her real mom. Yeah, that's good. And it's a joy and a blessing. Sometimes it's a challenge because we both are very strong women and she is super smart, smarter than her mama. And so that we have to kind of learn that this is the premier mom hat and this is the mom hat and this is the premier daughter hat and this is the daughter hat. But it is such a blessing. It gives us just one more avenue to stay connected and to have excuses for me to go visit her at college. Yeah, I totally relate to that. It's, it's, I work for my dad, so I, I can understand completely what that's like. So it's good. It's a blessing and a, it's blessing and, 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 and fun to be able to do that. Well, you are extremely successful with, with your shows and home shows or events, whatever that looks like. You've had over 2,000 working on getting to 2250 now. Talk about what makes you so successful at your home shows and your events. When I really realized that the beautiful part about a home show or a group event, however it takes place, because I'll be honest, Drew, most of my events now are not being held in a hostess's home. Some still are, and I love that, but we're usually just sitting around the kitchen table. Um, most of my shows are in someone's break room after work or at their favorite Mexican restaurant. And I do do a few events online too. 
But I realized that the true magic of why that was such a special thing is because I get to partner with someone who is winning an exorbitant amount of free and half price jewelry because Premier's Hostess perks are so good. And that makes my job not selling jewelry that night. Of course that happens, but the jewelry really does its own selling. It's beautiful and people choose what they like. But my job becomes help my hostess win as much as she possibly can with her hostess perks and have such a great time with her friends that evening learning a little bit about the season's fashions, learning a little bit about jewelry styling. And if I do those things and I focus on that, we've had a great successful night, regardless of what the sales number finally ends up being. But I do find when we focus on the right thing, the sales number pushes itself forward and then she's thrilled. And of course, then I get to be financially blessed with it too. So how I love to really get that started and set it up. It happens when someone actually usually is at her friend or her family member's jewelry event. And she has a wish list that gets a little long. And a lot of my my guests at jewelry events, that happens because I give them a wish list. They begin to jot down things that, that they like. And I remind them often throughout the show. And in fact, I bribe them with diva dollars for having things on their wish list. So it sort of triggers their mindset to, oh, I need to jot that name down. I did like that piece. Uh, otherwise, they get to the end of the show and they're overwhelmed because they can't remember what they liked. So I remind them, take notes, write down what you like. And a wish list is all I give them at the jewelry show. And it has a little bit of a survey attached to it. Uh, but when she is filling out that wish list and it starts creeping up to seven, eight, nine, ten pieces of jewelry that she loves, and why wouldn't she? It's exciting to think about how this is going to look with your clothing when you're there at a jewelry event. So she's getting this huge wish list, and then she begins to think, oh, I still have this and this and this that I need to do this month. I, I really need to narrow this down to one or two pieces. And that's just how our mindset goes as women, because we have so many other things that our money needs to do. So we don't really want to walk away with $500 on our card from a jewelry event. So when I am initially getting them making that wish list, it's not because I want them to make a huge purchase from me. It's because I'd love for them to have a few pieces that they help their hostess have a wonderful event and they have a few pieces they'll have right away. And that always helps them have a better event down the road because they have a few pieces of premiere they can show to their friends. And that's typically what they will sell as their outside orders. So she's got this wish list, and I talked to uh, my entire group during the show. Girls, if your wish list is starting to get longer than maybe what your checkbook can handle today, don't worry. I take credit card. And then they all laugh. And then I say, no, seriously, you're probably going, do you have any coupons? Because that's what I'm always looking for on Retail Me Not when I'm shopping and see more than what I think I should probably spend. Well, you are so in luck because not only did I bring a coupon today, I also brought a gift card. And we know gift card means free. Let me show you what I mean. And then I explain our half price and our free perks that they can win 
when they gather some friends together and we share premiere with their friends and family. I don't ever want to say when we book a show, because that's not really what we're doing. We're sharing premiere with their friends and family. So I just talk about what we're doing and, and that's exciting. And you can ask a question here too. Aren't you so glad that your hostess shared premiere with you tonight? Wasn't this fun? And did you learn something that you're excited about getting dressed tomorrow morning with that tip? And so when we are setting that all up, really, I feel like I'm already coaching the future hostesses in the room, the things that she's going to say to her friends to tell them why she's so excited that she scheduled her own premiere event and how she's going to get um, ladies excited about coming and attending for her and the excitement and enthusiasm spills over into my next thing that I do, which is always have some sort of booking activity. I like to give a little gift from me because Premiere gives all the perks, basically. Uh, it, it's very, very minimal investment out of our profits. That $10 to give away the free jewelry and then the half price doesn't cost us anything. That's amazing. So I like to give my hostess a little gift. So I do play a game. And sometimes it might be uh, a special little gift I've picked up that's not premier jewelry necessarily, but most of the time, it's just one of our best sellers that everyone loves right now. I'm using the It Girl bracelets and everybody loves those. And a couple of uh, our earrings, like Silver Essence is the most popular one. And so when we play this game, they have the opportunity to peek inside their little jewelry box that they've been shaking. It has a jingle bell in it and I call it their happy box. And anytime jewelry makes them happy, they shake their happy box and they get a hundred Diva dollars. And so they've been shaking this little happy box that's all sealed up with a rubber band. And then I let them know your happy box is, has written on the lid, earring or bracelet, or it might be blank. And if it's blank, you get to choose whichever one you want. And that will be your gift for me when you gather your friends and share premiere with them at your own event. And then I explain events can be done in lots of different ways and I give them options. We're so in a busy day and age. If I only offered one way that we could do an event, I feel like there would be so many women that wouldn't have the opportunity to share premiere with their friends and family. So by offering lots of different ways we can do this, and the biggest one going right now really is what's your favorite Mexican restaurant or what's your favorite pizza place? And those have been the two most popular places. And we gather around 530 or six. So I'm really home a little earlier too, which works great. I don't have kids at home anymore, but I do like to get home and actually see my husband um, on a show night. And so I'm home by seven and my hostesses are loving just the fact that they did not have to think about preparing food or snacks and cleaning their home. Um, and it's just a fun girls night out. So it's combining two things with the jewelry and getting to go out with girlfriends to their favorite restaurant. But I do still do jewelry shows in homes and that's a lot of fun too. I can bring a little more jewelry in a home. And I do offer that if schedules are just crazy busy and the only time you get to socialize with your friends is on social media, well, we can share Premiere there too. And I love that we now have that opportunity with Premiere to be as flexible as we need to be to serve our hostesses and get with them and their friends and family with the jewelry in the way that works for them. So we can figure that out. All they need to know at the time that they play my game is 
I want free jewelry and this is fun. We'll figure out how to share it with my friends and family. So I feel like I start right there with coaching and a lot of that does tend to be what carries over into the rest of the training and coaching and encouraging and cheerleading that I do with my hostess. But I was impacted years ago by a training and I believe it was Melissa Terrell that told us that the average hostess in direct sales says that she does not hear from her consultant enough. Well, that just got me because I always felt like I was just bugging my hostess. I'm going to bug her again about her show. And then I realized, no, she needs to hear from me. I'm her partner in this. And I'm the one that knows what I'm doing. So I need to be the partner that's right there, ready to help her and keep her encouraged about our show. Because if she asks her first three friends that she knew were just going to show up for her show and all three of them have something going on and they're going to have to look at the catalog, that's discouraging. She needs me to be in contact with her saying, oh, but you're going to have three great outside orders. That's okay. Still invite them to our Facebook event so that they can see the posts that I'm going to do this week before your party. So with that, one thing that I am adamant about doing is trying to find a time that I can meet my hostess for a quick cup of coffee. And that's how I put it. So Drew, if you were hosting a, a show with me in a few weeks, I would say, okay, Drew, now we've got your show date picked out. Can I meet you for coffee tomorrow and bring you a packet? I don't have any with me. Now that's on purpose. I don't ever carry them to my show. Um, could I meet you for a cup of coffee maybe after work tomorrow? Or if you go in late one day this week, we could have coffee in the morning. Or I could meet you for a quick Coke over lunch. Whatever would work for you. Um, what does tomorrow look like for you? Or would Wednesday work better? And I find a time that we can meet for a quick cup of coffee. And that's exactly what I say. Because I want her to feel like we're friends. She is partnering with me. And as we build that relationship, that's going to open doors that down the road, maybe she might want to consider Premier also. Maybe there's a need there. Or she may become, I have hostesses that have been having shows with me for 20 years, twice a year. I had one of my hostesses shows this week, and I have no idea how many shows she's had with me. Probably, probably well over 30 or 40, because we haven't we haven't done one twice a year, every year, but pretty close. So we're friends. I, I get a phone call from her. I wish her happy birthday. We, we keep up. So I still meet her for coffee, even though she absolutely knows how to have a great jewelry show. She's done more than enough of them. I just want to have coffee with her. And I want to look over the new jewelry catalog with her and show her the things I think she's going to love because I know her jewelry styles and tastes. And I'm her jewelry lady. I love those relationships that we build. But it comes because I do things that are just a, maybe a little detail, like having a cup of coffee. Let me speak to what this looked like when my children were little, because I had to adapt this through lots of different seasons in my business. But knowing that that was always going to be something that I held to, I was able to figure it out most of the time. Now, sometimes my hostess might live so far away or we're 
we're just not able to line our calendar up and I will do this over the phone, but boy, I do everything I can to try to figure out how to meet her in person. It only takes a few minutes. So when I started my business, I had a baby at home and then very soon I had two. So I couldn't do things in the daytime with two little babies that that didn't work until they got a little bit older. So I would just make sure that I lined up these hostess meetings after work with my hostess and it would be on my way to a jewelry show. So if I had a jewelry show on Thursday and the show started at 630, I wanted to meet a hostess at 530 so that I could meet with her and then go to my jewelry show. So it just made a good use of the night where the girls were already home with daddy or I had a babysitter. Then as they got into school, I did an awful lot of meeting a hostess over lunch and that worked for me. There have been um, some times when my hostesses had jobs that they couldn't meet over lunch and I would do some hostess meetings on the weekend. Um, I just decided it was going to be a very important thing for me to meet my hostess and to help her have a great jewelry show, build that relationship. And I, I was able to make it work. Now this is a short meeting. So what it's going to look like, I love Premier's Hostess Event Planning Guide. I use that envelope with every single jewelry event that I have. Everything you need is on that envelope. And it has such a quick, easy little checklist that you can run right down with her to help her plan her event. And exactly that checklist, that's how I work with my hostess. So it starts with saying, let's look at your hostess perks. And we go over those, make sure she understands what she's winning, that it begins at $200 in sales, and then she wins free and half price. I want to make sure she knows about sales tax and shipping. And then we get to go to the checklist and say, so with all these perks, I know you already have a wish list going from your show, but you have catalogs inside this envelope. I want you to go right over here to this wish list on this envelope and I want you to expand it a little bit because you will not believe how much free jewelry you're going to win. So your wish list and I keep that wish list so I know what it is and I can bring it with me to host just coaching from the show that she booked from. And so I'm looking at this. Your wish list already is about $200. So I want you to add to that. Let's get three or $400 on this wish list. It's always easier to mark a piece off than it is to try to go back and find more things if you win more than you think you're going to. Because eight half price items, you're going to go through that quick and that free jewelry is really going to add up. So you're going to want a big wish list. And then we walk through the next steps. We want to get people excited about coming. So let's make a guest list. And I want her to over invite. It seems like nowadays we, I think that we are exposed to so many people because of social media. I can go back and talk to classmates from middle school, but that's not who I'm going to invite to my jewelry event. So we have to help them narrow down that they want to think about 30 to 40 of their closest friends and family, um, people that they know would love to get together with them. And then that's what we're going to do. We're going to invite them personally to get together. And the way that we'll do that, yes, we will use Facebook and set up an event, but let's send them a save the date first. That's so personal. So either if you don't have their cell phone, you can use Facebook Messenger. 
But if you do have their cell, send them a text, send the save bit, save the data on the text. You will get more response when you're being personal. And a text message is way more personal than just getting an invite to a big group event on Facebook. Again, we're going to use that, but not yet. And then we'll follow up with the invitation with all the details on it. The reason we do this, when you send that save the date, I don't know about you, but when I get a text message, nine times out of 10, I'm in the middle of something else and I look at it and I make a snap decision whether I have to stop and respond right now or if I can come back to it. And unfortunately, when I decide I can come back to it, my mind might be aging a little bit or maybe I just don't hold on to thoughts as easily as I used to. But if it scoots down on my text messages, I can totally forget about it. And then my friend is texting me the next day. Did you get my message yesterday? Oh, no, I was driving. I did. I totally forgot about it when I got where I was going. I'm so sorry. And I tell that story to my hostess and she laughs. And so I say, that's why we want to send to save the date because they're not going to stop right then and respond back to you unless they're just sitting there on their phone. But that doesn't happen very often. When we send the invitation, that's like you saying, hey, did you get my message yesterday? They'll stop and they will respond to you then and they'll look at their calendar and they'll see, okay, can I come? And then you can start the conversation and get them excited about coming to your jewelry event. Then we'll follow up with a Facebook event too so that we can post your link for shopping if they can't make it. And I love Premier's website and the fact that we can create an event link that makes it so easy for our hostesses to share even with people out of town and think about how that helped reduce our expenses. Drew, I'm a money girl. I'm going to confess to you. So I think about that and it was expensive to mail a catalog. I love, I can help my hostess send a hundred catalogs out if she wants to free because my website is set up with that link. So such a great tool. And we definitely need to use that because it's so easy for our hostesses to use too. And then we're going to help her with just a last minute reminder and encouragement because about four or five days out, almost all of my hostesses hit the panic wall. And that's when they think, oh, I don't think anybody's coming at all because people don't make a decision until the very last minute. They know if they can't come, but if they think they can, they don't want to commit yet because what if something else comes up? Then I'm going to disappoint my friend. So they're not getting a lot of RSVPs. I have to kind of be there with a little encouragement phone call and cheerlead her and remind her that her friends are coming. They just haven't let her know yet. So let's use this last minute reminder and then you're going to start getting those RSVPs that you want and you'll know that they're coming and be excited. And it's not too late to invite a few more people if you've thought of someone else. Then at her show, I'm going to coach her for just a few minutes while we're setting up. I ask her who's coming. Is there anybody that's coming that might be thinking about doing something like Premiere or she thinks they might be good at it because that'll help me know someone that I definitely want to talk to and make sure I ask her about sitting down and having coffee. Now, the most vital part I feel of this hostess coaching, besides the relationship that we just built and the fact that I'm helping her have a good show, that is secondary to me because of my story, to making sure that I share with her 
simple information about how Premier's business opportunity works, how she could turn this show into a launch of her own business, and that it doesn't have to look like mine. When I do a business full-time, I always have to overcome that and say, I just started to do this to make $500 a month. Really, if I went out once a week, I was super happy when I started, and it's a great way to do that. There is no quota. And that leads me into telling my story, telling her about being able to make 50% profit from day one with no quota. It allows us to be flexible and that there are so many ways now that we can share and show our jewelry. So there's lots and lots of opportunities for us to be able to make an income with this. What would she think about not only getting the free and half price perks from this show, but what would you think about making the money from this show too? And then I can go through the opportunity for boutiques and such and figure out what works best for her. But more than anything, I want a face-to-face private opportunity to be able to share that information with her and let her be comfortable asking me questions. That has been where most of my team has come from through the years with Premier, and it's where I came from. So it's so important to me. So in a nutshell, that's to me, the success of my premier jewelry business, it's the work that I do with my hostess before her show even takes place. Yeah. I, I, I think there's a few nuggets in there that I've kind of pulled out. There's two that I would really think that, uh, that people probably should, or jewelers or listeners should probably see is that one, you're very generous, uh, not necessarily just with using the hostess perks or anything else that premieres with, but with your time, uh, to pour into your hostess and to pour into, um, anybody that any customers or anybody on social media, whatever that is. Uh, and, and then two, you have a system that you've implemented and that is apl- applicable across really every platform that you run your business on, uh, which makes you very successful because you, you have this system that you take a step-by-step process to it all. Um, and it sounds like you have a ton of experience with it. I am very systematic, Drew. In fact, each of my contacts that I make with my hostess, I already have, and most of them are with text message other than hostess coaching in person. I have those on a note on my phone and I change them up so that they're not getting the same seven texts, six, seven texts for me the next season, but that system is already there. So when I'm touching base with my hostesses a couple of times a week, it really only takes me five, seven minutes, something like that to touch base with every hostess I have coming up on my calendar. I think that's awesome. I, I, I think the time that you take to be intentional with people, um, I know that you would agree with what I'm about to say, uh, because I think I've talked to you about this before is that you said, that we say a lot of our business is important about building relationships, um, not only with your hostess, but the people that are around you um, inside of your premier business. So uh, I think you're very intentional about using your system to keep it personal with these relationships. Yes. And when you keep that as your focus, that building a relationship is paramount, then the other things fall into place. So when I have someone tell me, oh, I could never do what you do. I'm not a salesperson. Well, I don't consider myself a salesperson either. Uh, I consider myself someone who serves people and helps them to get everything they can from the opportunities and the hope that Premier offers. Sarah, through your system and through everything you've been going on, if there was one piece of advice that you would give yourself as a brand new jeweler, what would that be? When I started as a jeweler, 
I didn't go to my monthly trainings. I had excuses instead of making it happen. And I had good excuses too, Drew. They were good. They were good. Um, But when I made a change, and this was a real turning point for me, and decided to make training a priority in my business, that changed my business exponentially. So if you're listening to all of these podcasts and thinking, I am never going to learn all this. Yes, you will. Just keep listening. Just keep going to Premier University and watching things over and over. And if you have the blessing of Upline that's running a local training, go to that. There's so many resources, Sundays with Sisters, but stay plugged in and be a continual student because I learn something new every time I take on some training with Premier and I've been to a lot of training in my years. I think that's incredible. You've, uh, you've given an incredible outline uh, about how you operate your business. And I know that there's a ton of listeners out there that are probably, this is, there's a lot here thrown at them, but if they, they could go back, I would encourage it that our listeners here go back and listen to, to what Sarah here is saying. She is a successful, experienced leader in premier designs. And so there's a lot uh, of information here that you can take for a step-by-step, um, way to, to apply to your business. Now, before we close out in this podcast, Sarah, we have, we have five questions that we like to close out and ask every one of our guests on the episode. Okay. So we try to answer them somewhat quick, but they're a way for us to kind of get to know more uh, about our guests. So are you ready for these five questions? I I think I am. I think so. (laughs) I had to really think about uh, my favorite piece of jewelry, which I know is that question that you asked first. Every That's time. That's a hard one, Drew. I There's know. a lot. I know, I know. The jewelry line, we, you know, we just, uh, we, we've talked to Gretchen, our designer, and we ask her that question and she changes it, I think, every week. So it's, it's part of it. But Well, that makes me feel better. Yeah, you're good. You're good. All right, well, we'll start with that first one of these five questions. What is your favorite piece of jewelry today, at least? Today, my favorite piece of jewelry is an engravable piece. I love that I can put my family's names on an engravable and wear it with pride and remember that love the engravable line. That's perfect. It's more personal. How do you drink your coffee all day? Oh no. With uh, a <laughs> Italian sweet cream creamer in it. Oh, that's perfect. What time do you wake up each day? Uh, it depends, but usually around six thirty. Mm-hmm. What's uh, what's one thing you do that gives you energy? Mm. My family gives me a lot of energy and Uh, I also had to pick up running and exercise just needed to do that for me, but it does give me a lot of energy. Yeah, totally. What's one place to travel on your bucket list? Europe, any place in Europe. I would love to visit. I've never been there. Totally. That's phenomenal. That'd be such a fun trip. Well, Sarah Kfar, you are an incredible trainer. You have an incredible experience. You're very successful. Now you've given us a lot of information here and an incredible and a great system for everybody to kind of go back and listen and make sure they're taking notes and following what it is. But is there any way or any place that somebody could reach out to you? Maybe that's Instagram or Facebook, or if, if they have any questions or something that they could reach back out to you somewhere, where would that best be? Sure. I'm on Facebook. I have a Facebook business page. It's uh, Sarah's PD Jewels. And you can also find me, Sarah Capehart, on Facebook. Uh, I think I'm pretty much the only Sarah Kelly Capehart on Facebook. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thanks again for joining us. And you out there listening, be sure to re-listen to this episode. Hit that subscribe button to our podcast, The Chic Space, here. And we will be keeping in touch. See ya. 
Thanks for joining us today. For more stories about enriching lives and training tips for growing your business, subscribe to the Chic Space podcast.